Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back in game time. Decisions off and running here for our number two on the SportsGrid Network. I'm Joe Ranieri. Thank you. So much for making us a part of your day here. Gobble, gobble. We got Thanksgiving week, which means we got plenty of football to talk about here. And we'll do that. But first, got a little, uh, we got a little hardwood action and a same game parlay coming up from our good friend, Davis Maddock. Davis, what do you got for a uh, same game parlay tonight? All right, guys, we are back for another same game parlay over on the FanDuel Sportsbook. We are going to turn our attention to the National Basketball Association. No college football play for you tonight. We have the Utah Jazz traveling to play against the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers looking a little bit better. The Jazz looking pretty discombobulated uh, without their star young center. Walker Kessler just been an up and down journey for that team, not starting out hot at the gates like they did last year. We are going to begin this same game parlay by taking the under on the total points of 236 in this game. Very clear reason why. I expect a blowout here. I think you could take the Lakers spread in here. I am just anticipating the Lakers playing some pretty suffocating defense on the Jazz in this game. That's kind of been the Lakers calling card. They're playing a little bit slower on offense as well. So the under on 236. We are also going to take the under on Jordan Clarkson, 22 and a half points. Clarkson is one of the worst players in the NBA by PER. Not a particularly strong shooter, just gets a lot of attempts. But if he doesn't get his fourth quarter rotation due to blowout, can't imagine him going over this number. But we are going to take a Lakers over. We're going to take Austin Reeves over 12 and a half points. He has been over 16 points in three of his last five games. Any game where he gets one extra rotation, basically if he is taking four or more three-pointers in a game, he is basically a lock to get over 12 and a half points. So adding that as our third leg, that is going to give us a three leg same game parlay of plus 533 odds on the FanDuel Sportsbook under 236, Jordan Clarkson under 22 and a half points and Austin Reeves over 12 and a half points in this game. Good luck tonight, everybody. All right, awesome stuff there. Thank you, Davis, as we welcome in our radio audience here on Game Time Decisions. It is the Sports Grid Network. Happy Tuesday. I'm Joe Ranieri getting ready as uh, the tip-off uh, just about to get started in the NBA. Five games on that slate. Plenty of uh, college basketball actions. We had 50 games uh, slated here today. We've got about... 15 games left here uh, scattered over the next couple of hours. We'll get you caught up with what's happening there. Of course, we've got plenty uh, happening in the NFL as we get ready for a little midweek football here. Thursday, are you ready for three games to kind of break up the monotony of uh, turkey and stuffing and all the good stuff there that comes along with it? Uh, first game up, you're going to have the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions uh, doing battle here and not any I know none of these games seem to be lined anywhere under uh, <laughs> under a field goal or near a field goal. So we don't have a whole lot of what the market believes is going to be some competitive teams, at least not at this point. And I can't say I blame them because when you look at this uh, this matchup here just alone in Green Bay and Detroit, you've got 
Now, minus Detroit doing everything in their power to try to lose that game to the Bears over the weekend. The bottom line is there was a time where that Lions team would never have been able to overcome those mistakes uh, in that game. But uh, what a difference a couple of years makes and what a difference uh, Dan Campbell makes. And when Dan Campbell, who now, and I saw these numbers and I couldn't believe it, but Dan Campbell right now, uh, 113 coaches, recent coaches here that have coached at least 50 or more games to start their career. Uh, and I believe there's 115 of those coaches here if you go back over the last decade or so. Uh, only Dan Campbell is sits atop as the single most profitable coach in the NFL in that time. He has a 34 and 22 ATS record. He has covered more than 60% of the games he has coached in. That's 115 NFL coaches with at least 50 or more games in which they were roaming the sidelines since 1990 as the head coach. Dan Campbell is number one when it comes to covering numbers here. Oh, yeah, and the single most profitable quarterback over the last Five years with a record of 46, 26, and one against the number. You want to take a guess as to who that is? That's right, Jared Goff. So you have the number one most profitable ATS quarterback on the Detroit Lions, coupled with the single most profitable head coach in the NFL since 1990. Wow. We've got ourselves quite a duo here that nobody wants to seem uh, to talk about. In fact, the Lions are 30 and 14 against the number since the start of 2021. And that season there, they have been the single most profitable NFL team against the number over the last couple of seasons. Uh, any which way you cut it, the Lions are printing money. If you haven't caught on to that, Green Bay not so much the Jordan Love era not exactly off to a great start here one of the more inconsistent quarterbacks uh, that we have seen although he started the season off 4-0 against the number he's been 2-5 against the number ever since and he has only closed as a favorite in 11 career starts once so the market is well aware of Jordan Love's uh, abilities or inabilities uh, at times, shall we say. And if we're all being honest, anybody that watched that Charger game against Green Bay this past weekend, the, Green Bay had no business winning that game, much less being in it. If the Chargers, I'm wondering if the Charger receivers hang out with the chief receivers. We're going to have to look into it. It just feels like that entire group there, that whole position group of the Chargers and the Chiefs, all seem to have a very hard time holding on to the damn ball when it hits them in the hands. It's exactly what happened to the Chargers against Green Bay. It's exactly what happened to the Chiefs last night. But now I'm supposed to believe that Green Bay is somehow going to make this miraculous turnaround in three days on a short week and show up to their arch-rival uh, in Detroit, no less, who we just told you has been the single most profitable team in the NFL over the last couple of seasons, and they are rolling and playing the best football we have seen. I ain't getting in front of that train there. It's Detroit Lions in every teaser known to mankind for me here this week, not to mention might as well lay the touchdown and a half because we don't believe Jordan Love's got enough in the tank to be able to make any sort of comeback here. We'll have more on the Cowboys and Washington. And of course, the 49ers are playing this week as well. We'll talk about it next year on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, welcome back in Game Time Decisions here on the Sports Grid Network. I'm Joe Ranieri, and we are joined once again by the coach, James Young, as we've got uh, some NBA games uh, coming up, not to mention plenty of college basketball games. And I do believe we have an emergency betting alert here by the coach who is privy to some information there that uh, we may want to act on. So, Coach, lay it out for us here. What game should we be looking at right now? Shout out to my buddy Jeff Goodman who put out, and it's on social media because Jeff reported it, that LIU, who had to go from, ready, folks, Brooklyn to Manhattan, it's one borough away. Left at 4 o'clock at 7.03, they were not at Columbia yet. And they're going to try and start the game at 7.30. Now, the, usually, here's why I'm telling you to take Columbia, right? It's 12 and a half. The line has not moved yet. But here's the crazy thing, folks. As a coach, you get to the arena two hours before tip-off. You want your players on the floor at the mid-latest 60 minutes. They may be, and this happened to me once at Monmouth. We literally had this happen going to Lehigh one year for a kid's day. It was, it was a nightmare. I think we hit like two or three accidents on Route 78. We literally do, ready folks? Tape, the, the girls got changed on the bus and we taped the kids on the bus. Can I tell you something? We got our asses kicked. And even we all knew it was going down because of this. Folks, right now it's 12 and a half Columbia. I think the first half is six and a half. I went and I took Columbia minus six and a half first half, minus 12 and a half for the game. Shout out to my buddy, Jeff Goodman, who put it on social media. So it's not like I got inside information. Jeff put it on social media. Go ahead. Take a look at Columbia tonight versus LIU Brooklyn. I love it. That's kind of information we are looking for there, coach, and we appreciate it. Now, uh, last hour you had mentioned uh, you didn't, uh, was it LaSalle? you didn't think was ready for prime time or was it Duke that you didn't think should be uh, a four touchdown favorite here? How did you approach that game? Well, I, I approached it, Jones. I took Duke minus the first half at 14 and a half. Now they just had a like a game last game. I think they were 35 point uh, favorites. They didn't cover. So I went with the first half with Duke at minus 14 and a half. Hey, listen, Duke is strengthened with Filipowski inside. We, we would both agree with mm. that, right? Well, yep. how about the fact that LaSalle is third, 353rd in rebounding? Oof. And if you look at their stats, all their guys, all their main guys are guards. They're getting like, I think I read somewhere, eight points and like seven rebounds combined for by their starting forwards. Eight points and seven rebounds by your starting <laughs> forwards? And you're going against Filipowski? 14 and a half points, Duke, first half. I won't play with the whole game joke. He's like, it's stuck. I'll just play 14 and a half and try to cash out. Doesn't it feel to uh, coach like uh, it's like hot tub time machine here. Uh, if I hear one more person talk about Zach Eady and how great Purdue is, I'm going to remind them to remind us in March uh, when Matt Painter uh, and we all look at him and go, what in the hell is he doing? And he will figure out a way 
to blow this uh, at some point during the month of March where it matters the most. Uh, oh, yeah, what was that fairly Dickinson on the phone, Coach? Who was that? Oh, yeah. Tell me again how great Purdue with Zach Eady is. Don't tell me tonight when they play Tennessee and the other guy who can't win a big game, good old Rick Barnes over there in Tennessee. Tell me in March how good these teams are, these two guys then. And that's the question with them because it, it's their performance in March has always been the question with oh. Rick Barnes and Matt Painter. But, Joe, oh. I, I – I, it's funny, you know, when I had I had uh, John Fanta on last week on my Betting Above the Rim podcast. Make sure you check that that podcast out, folks. John did a great job. And John, John kind of sold me on Purdue because of the fact of when you look at that Big Ten, which, you know, remember, folks, the Big Ten hasn't had a team make, win the NCAA championship since the Flintstones in 2000. Mm. 2000 for a great league like the Big Ten and all their Final Fours. And they got to that run once, I think it was 2019, I think they haven't had a, a, a team make the Final Four since then. But Zach Eady is that dominant. Now, obviously, if you push him outside the, the, the middle, they run that little pin-down action where they set the down screen down the middle, turn, open up, dump it in, and he goes over that left shoulder for the jump hook. You can push him out a little bit. It's going to come down to his guard play. Can the mm. guards win? Because I'm going to tell you this, folks. Go look it up. When was the last time a team with dominant low post player but questionable perimeter play won the national championship. Mm -hmm. Go look it up. It has not happened in a long time. Guard play, guard play, guard play is what will win you a national championship. So when you think about Purdue, that's going to be the measuring set. Can they do it in the big spot? Because all you need, Joe, is one cold game, and then you'll find a way to neutralize uh, a guy like a Zach Eady. But that's why I think a team like Kansas really could be that national championship, not because necessarily of Dickinson. It's the fact that Dickinson's got McCullers, Harris, so far around mm. him. When you look at a team like UConn, whose people seem to disrespect because they lost to Donna Sunogo, Jackson, and Hawkins, while Newton's been playing out of his mind, Caravan's a leading scorer. Remember, Donovan Klingon's coming off an injury. He's playing better, and they got a diaper dandy that, that's playing really, really well. So, And then they got the kid Spencer transferred from Rutgers, so they have shooting. You need guard play and perimeter shooting to win in the tournament because when you have a dominant big one all around them, Joe, all you do is crowd the paint, push the big out of their comfort zone, displace them, and force the team to win it from the outside. Yeah, I, I, I got to tell you, I mean, they've been pretty impressive. Uh, Kansas certainly has uh, thus far. Uh, and, you know, they got to take on Shaka Smart and Marquette, who still has the, the Big East player of the year there. Kolek, the, the kid is phenomenal. Uh, they got some experience there. But rightfully so. I mean, it's Kansas should be the number one. Kansas is in all likelihood, if they stay healthy with that group, it's kind of hard to believe when everyone else is mixing and matching. Kansas is still there, although we're going to see North Carolina at this uh, Atlantis. We got Villanova, Arkansas, Michigan, for the most part, outside of that Long Beach State game has been impressive. Um, it's uh, There's going to be a battle, I think, from 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 down, but I still think there's clearly two levels to this with Kansas being uh, up at the top of it, without a doubt, and Purdue and Zach Eady for sure during the regular season – I think North Carolina can be considered one of those teams as well. Yeah, I, I think, obviously, to me, I think the biggest thing with North Carolina is addition by subtraction. Mm. No offense to Caleb Love, but this is kind of like a James Harden situation with Philadelphia where you just, you have to separate, right, in order for both to grow. Caleb Love's obviously Arizona. He's playing well so far for Coach Lloyd. And then, obviously, Armando Baycock and, and UNC is going to be better. But to me... You're right. I think Kansas is is the clear-cut favorite. They should be with the experience. And yep. the fact that Bruce, I'm sorry, Bill Self has won. But you got to look at Kansas can make, I mean, sorry, Duke can make a run. Purdue mm -hmm. can make a run. Can Izzo finally find that magic of March again? I'm a huge believer in Houston. I think Dunn and Cryer as transfers to Houston gives them four legit guys that can get you 15 points and good luck dealing with a guy like Calvin Sampson. Uh, 
But there's so many other teams you can look at that can make a deep run. How about San Diego State? San Diego State. We talked about UConn. And the team that I like, Joe, your hometown team, put some damn respect on Jimmy Laranega's name. 11-1 to to make the Final Four. (laughs) Popper's playing out of his mind. You got Nigel Peck. You got Omir, and the kid, Matt Cleveland, the transfer from Florida State, has been a huge difference. Huge. I think the Miami makes the Final Four, and with Laranaga, they might cut it down. The U is back, Coach James Young. Good luck there, Coach. Appreciate it. Game time decisions returns. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And uh, we are off and running here on this Tuesday. It is game time decisions here on the Sports Grid Network. I'm Joe Ranieri, and we're just talking, uh, as I believe the committee has gone ahead and released its findings for the top four teams in the country. And somehow or another, uh, Florida State is not in that list, even though they ended up winning the game and still uh, remain a uh, an undefeated ACC team, which will take on Florida, an SEC team, as well as Louisville, ultimately in the ACC championship. But they're going to have to do it without their quarterback, Jordan Travis, which I can't help but to think played a real role in this committee's decision to drop them out of the top four and put them on the outside looking in as we welcome in Dave Sharapan to the house. Taking over at the top of the hour for game time decisions. And that kind of blows, Dave, that you oh. you penalize a team that's been a top four team all year long. They just lost their quarterback in horrific fashion there to North Alabama in a game that you were basically playing for North Alabama so you could write him a check. Uh, and you end up losing him. And then you drop. Like now you're now on your outside looking in. And if they beat Florida. And if they beat Louisville and win the ACC championship without Jordan Travis, how are you keeping Florida State out? What does it say about playing all of your games and winning Mm. all of your games? You're in a major conference. You won your conference championship, and you still can't get in. None of that makes sense. You can't make it make sense other than, okay, your best player got hurt. He was contending for the Heisman. Okay, well, the kid that's going to play is going to try his best, and yep. the team has done what was required to get in, was win all yep. their games. So it'll really mess up the process. But if you look at the odds, and, and, and you know our guys got this, this, the board there with all the odds, they are now, like if you're asking odds makers and books and things like that, I mean, they're priced out. They, they they don't have a shot of this is almost uh, an advance going. They're going to find a way to yep. keep them out. So, yes. so it's uh, mm-hmm. maybe they'll lose 
you know, maybe they'll lose to Florida. Maybe they'll lose to Louisville. And these things have a way of working out. They have for them in the past. And they can find a way to get the four that they want in, in. But I don't think you can yep. take them out of that top four spot, Joe, until they lose. And they haven't done that yep. yet. Uh, it, it just, it's a bad look because what is the, what's the rationale in the committee? I mean, how do you, first of all, what do you know what Florida State's going to look like without Jordan Travis? Because we haven't really seen it. We know when Jordan Travis missed the game, they were losing when he when he got hurt in that game. And then when the kid came in, Roadmaker, uh, they ended up outscoring them 38 to 3. So, uh, right. you know, you don't really have well, – how in the world are you voting based upon what you haven't seen yet, which is kind of what I feel is happening here. But you yeah. got Georgia ultimately is going to play Alabama, even if Georgia loses to Alabama, let's say in the SEC championship. They're both in. Ohio State, Michigan, it's going to be one of those two, right? So if Ohio State loses, Michigan is in. Washington wins. Washington, who is the fourth team? Is it Florida State at that point? Or are they going to figure out a way to get Oregon in? Oregon beats Oregon State. Oregon goes on, and then all of a sudden, we're still going to have that. What happens if Texas wins the Big 12? I, there is this is ugly here now with the committee. So they got to be very careful over these next couple of weeks. On to me, it's all about when you go into the conference championship. What who did they position where? Because they did it for a right. reason. Whatever that reason, whatever that is going to be, they have a pretty good idea of who's going to win the uh, the conference championships. And let's <laughs> face it, there's a few. There's going to be a few doozies here coming up this year. No question. And I think for people that have Texas tickets, people that are yes. looking to back Texas, they're going to have the biggest beef because if Alabama beats Georgia and they put Alabama ahead of Texas, despite the fact that Texas beat Alabama in Alabama, mm -hmm. but that was early in the season. Now we start to, you know, not only take the record, but when you lost is as important as who you lost to, sometimes even more important. So, again, the great debate happens this week, Thanksgiving week. Then we get all the games, meaningful games on Friday, meaningful games on Saturday, the game of the year with Michigan and Ohio State because there's a lot of dominoes to fall. Michigan has yes. everything to lose as a short favorite. And Ohio State believes they can win. If they win, they're going to – whoever wins that game is just a formality to go beat Iowa. The spread's going to be double digits plus, and the total's going to be who knows what because the Iowa totals are basically a case study and never seen before mm. totals. They're playing Nebraska on Friday. And, Joe, do you ever remember in your life seeing a total <laughs> as low as the Iowa-Nebraska nope. total – on Friday, I, somebody asked me earlier today, uh, the guy wrote an article about it. I said, I've never seen a total this low in my life. Have you? No, no. It, well, it, we always say that usually this time of year in Iowa games, it's gotten progressively worse. Uh, but the, what makes this total, I think, even crazier is that, A, you're playing Nebraska, but Nebraska is the only one that has something to play for in this game. That's it. I was already clinched the, you know, the other half of the Big Ten. So they're just awaiting who they're going to lose to. Are they going to get run over by Michigan or Ohio State? They already know they're in. So this game means nothing to them. And Matt Rule and Nebraska, who haven't, I can't remember the last time Nebraska was actually relevant in a bowl game of any sort. But, it, I mean, he's got five wins. So if he wins this game... Nebraska is finally going back to a bowl game and they're relevant. So this game means way more to Nebraska than it does to Iowa. So you got to ask them how much, what kind of effort are we really going to get from Iowa in this game, knowing they can only, you know, injuries. There, there's so many things that could go wrong for Iowa if they really think they have a shot at taking down either Michigan or Ohio State. Uh, it could be one of those 13 to three kind of games if we're lucky. And I don't even know that. What's the alternate total? Eight? 
What can we get an alternate I, line for in this? I think legitimately 17 and a half, right? <laughs> no. Like you know, legitimately yeah. 17 and a half. You could go as low oh. as that. Because the end game, if they don't score in the first quarter, if the closing right. line what? is 26 or 25 and a half, it's going to go That's below crazy. 21, which would then go to 17 being the key number. And I don't know oh. if you can – I mean, you got to watch the game and see the weather conditions and everything else this time of year, but it might oh. go under. Oh, In Nebraska, under. you just said it because of their motivation, because of them being bowl eligible, which is a big handicapping angle to look at games this week. May, this steam came on Nebraska. They're actually yep. favored in this game. And, again, that doesn't mean wow. they're going to win. It doesn't mean they're going to lose. But if you go to the window or you open up an app and you want to consciously hit Nebraska in a game like this on Friday, on Black Friday, while everybody's shopping and, you know, there's only one NFL game, which we'll get to here, uh, your Jets, your Jets. No, that's not a game. Ten? Ten at, a, at home? It's not a game? Mm -hmm. I mean, your worlds no. are colliding here. Miami and the no. Jets, where you're from and where you're at. Awful. Where you, where you were no. born and where you This is a laydown, is it not? Yeah, no, this is uh, this is the schedulers of the NFL hating us. How in the world? Four plays into the season, the first thing to schedule is at Park Avenue there, and the NFL offices should have been like, all right, uh, we're going to have to flex out this Friday game here with Miami and the Jets. There is no way we can allow this to continue to happen oh. here on Thanksgiving uh, week. Now, the good news is hopefully a lot of people will be out Black Friday shopping and you won't have to worry about seeing this, discussing this anyway. And you got a lot of other great college uh, football games on that'll take yeah. your mind off of the disgustingness that you're going to see there uh, because that's what it's going to be. I want to know what's going on, though, and I can't wait to hear with your UNLV running Rebels because wow. oh. this team has an opportunity now to take down the Mountain West, uh, and nobody, and I mean nobody, unless um, was the hype around this team this year, Dave, legit, or did everyone no. just expect they'd, be, they'd win four games and that would be the end of it? The way it projected out was it was going to fall right around the number, right? Be lucky to get over possibly get oh. six and get to a bowl game. No chance oh. anybody thought they would actually win the Mountain West. They got a chance to win a game this week and host the Mountain West mm -hmm. Championship game in Las Vegas, which I think will create a nice little buzz and they'll they'll, you know, tell people Huge. my old my middle one is a, is a freshman at UNLV. She's interested in it now, which she never would have been before. She's like, wow. can we go if they win and go to the Mountain West game? Like, all the students that are in town will go. Um, it's going to be great. Yeah. I, I hope great. they get it done. I hope they get it done <laughs> this week because it will create another unexpected buzz that we were not looking even close to after the F1. This is supposed to be a little bit of a quiet time right here. Getting right. ready for the Pac-12 championship and what's coming in a couple weeks. Not UNLV hosting a Mountain West championship game. Total, total wrench. Just threw it right into everybody's plans there. But they got to get it done against San Jose State. I think they got a pretty good chance to do it. We'll talk more about it coming up here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? 
Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Game time decisions on the Sports Grid Network. I'm Joe Ranieri alongside Dave Sharapin. He'll be with you coming up top of the hour for a little in-game live. And we've got... Uh, well, we got a lot going on here tonight, Dave. We got plenty of NBA action uh, for you up at the top of the hour. A couple of uh, action football games uh, there, and this is, of course, the week where it's uh, hey, you win, you go and bowling, you got an extra football game. If you don't, it's uh, your season's over. There is no more football. So I gotta love urgency. It's why I love this week. You get urgency with some teams. And you get other teams that are like, I can't. What well, do we really have to play this game? So uh, it, there's, you know, over the years, I've always seen guys handicap this. This is their favorite week to handicap. Handicapping emotion and, and motivation is tough sometimes. But again, oh. you get a little clearer picture like Syracuse, who just fired Dino Babers and nobody saw it coming. Like, what are those kids motivate? I mean, what is the mindset of the Syracuse team going to be this week when the guy they agreed to play for, you just canned, and nobody saw yeah. it coming? So, it, you know, there are some edges to be had there. It's interesting here coming into this week with who's still going to have a job, who's already been fired, and how many kids are dying to get to the transfer portal at this point either get to the transfer portal yep. or get to the library to study for finals week, which is what's yes. coming. If you don't get yep. to keep playing, you better get ready for finals week because that comes quick. And then yep. you get to, you know, have a holiday break if you're not going to a bowl. Game. So no practices and all that other stuff you get. And there's teams <clears throat> legitimately that are in the locker room going, man, I, 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 I my body hurts. I, I'm going to go play in a yep. bowl game. It doesn't matter. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, yep. I, I remember just, you know, I got I got a college kid. I got two college kids. I mean, they're thinking about a lot of other things right about now. Yep. So <laughs> I don't so know. True. It, it's yep. a hard week to handicap emotion. It's even harder to handicap emotion or motivation with 18 to 21 year olds. Oh, that's tough. It's tough. So. Good luck. Mm. Uh, again, Friday we got we got a pretty decent slate of games. I mean, Oregon's playing Oregon State, and yep. I can't believe it. I mean, I hope they keep this rivalry alive, but this is another interesting game. It has been a great end-of-season uh, civil war, whatever they call it, for the Pac-12. Yep. There's not going to be – Oregon State is staying in the Pac-2, and Oregon's going to be in the Big Ten. Gigantic yep. spread. Oregon State couldn't get it done in the rain against Washington. Is this a lay down here, Joe? Like, I love the talk of it's rivalry week and you got to take the points and, you know, take the dogs live. I don't think Oregon State's going to Oregon to win the game. I don't at all. No. I think it's an interesting game from the standpoint of uh, it's always a battle uh, between these two teams, two very well-coached teams that know each other, uh, and it's usually at this point for all the marbles uh, with Oregon at this time. But I will say this, there's also Heisman implications in this final right. game because Bo Nix is the favorite as far as I've seen uh, for the opportunity to take the Heisman down, and they're, we're running out of games to impress anybody. So, I, you know, a good showing... He's going up against, uh, you know, you got the Washington quarterback and Michael Penix Jr. that a lot of people thought were going, that was, hey, it was him and Caleb Williams. Then Caleb Williams disappeared, started crying, and everyone's like, no way, can't be the Heisman winner again. Penix Jr. throwing all over him, but he's had a couple of iffy games. But you look at the just the straight numbers. I mean, what Bo Nix has done this year has been ridiculous. Uh, 3,600 yards, 35 touchdowns, two picks. 30, 35 and two interceptions for Bo Nix. And he's got a game here going up against, uh, you know, Oregon State in a rivalry game. If he wins this game and looks good, Dave, I, 
you might as well. I don't know what his number is right now. I think it's still 120, 110, plus 110, plus 120. He wins that game. I don't see how he does not win unless Penix throws for 600 yards or something. But again, it's not exactly we're, we're comparing apples to oranges here because I don't think they count the conference championships towards the Heisman. Right. They're not supposed to. And right. that's always been one of those things. This market is hard to gauge because it feels oh. like, like we don't find out till after, but the, the, the votes, everything got to be submitted. Supposedly yep. it's, it's, it's very unclear. Jaden Daniels is minus one ten right now. I'm looking at FanDuel's numbers. Bo Nix yes. is plus one twenty five, and Michael Penix is plus six fifty. Those are the only three legitimate candidates. Wow. After that, Marvin Harrison is sixty to one. And I don't think there's yeah, anything no, that Marvin no, Harrison no. can do on Saturday nope. against Michigan nope. to make him be that long shot winner. So of those nope. three, basically it's a money line bet on Penix, right? Washington mm-hmm. has to win. And, you know, probably I don't know if they have to win the Pac 12 championship for him to win. But I think Bo Nix so. is controlling it all. I think Bo Nix with a good game against the Beavers wins it. I really do. I don't know. This yep. th- this will be fun. There's a, there's a lot to talk about both on Friday. And do I mean, you give it to Friday? a guy whose team has a chance to win a national championship? I mean, Jane no, Daniels, no. phenomenal, but your team is going to the, you know, the ha-ha-ha ball. Like, that's <laughs> – you're not playing for a champion national champion. <laughs> Bo Nix is going to play for a national championship in all likelihood. Uh, so it's it's tough, man. I mean, but there's no doubt what Jaden Daniels has done in this year for LSU. I mean, he's also rushed for over a thousand yards. I think he's thrown for yeah. thirty six hundred, and he's rushed for over. A th- I mean, the the numbers speak volumes. But do I really think he's the best player in college football if his team's not playing for anything? That's the hard part. That's the, some guys oh, that's weigh brutal. that just from the numbers. Some guys weigh that the numbers and mm-hmm. the team result. And that's one of the hardest. That's why those markets are so hard to handicap because you, there's no one brutal. way of voting. When you take bets on a game or make bets on a game, the game yep. plays out right in front of you. These things, the games are playing out week to week, but narratives driven things happen. Uh, big nope. pushes come not, for certain not guys. One running team back results huh? matter. To some, what's not that? One, not, not one running back. This stopped being this a running back award for a long, long time. I mean, but they always had the token running back, though. You know, they'd always throw one guy in there, yeah. like Bijan Rob. They'd always go, you know, they'd give you a son, Derek Henry, or anything <laughs> you wanted. But I mean, that was always, there was this one running back that would always, you'd have to go, uh, you know, but it's a quarterback. The quarterback award. Yeah. It, it always the running will. back gets invited know. to New York to participate yes. in the in the festivities and you know yes. give other um, hope to running backs yep. everywhere and all that other stuff. Yeah, it's just so you can go to the NFL stuff. and and be paid nothing and get beat up after three years. Ooh. So congratulations, Ooh. enjoy yourself. Yeah, uh, nice. That one, your boys. I wanted to mention uh, to you. I don't know what took so long. I heard that you had a conversation. Uh, there with the uh, with Steelers, and I think you pointed them in the direction of maybe it's time to move on from Matt Canada. Uh, not quite sure what took you so long to make that phone call there, but you did. And uh, now they finally have, and it's amazing that it was the Cleveland Browns game that finally pushed them over the edge to realize what we all knew two months ago is that your offense blows. It's, uh, but it, I started to read more and more pickings and and guys are going our offense is so predictable it's terrible so when the players start vocalizing it uh, what choice did they really have but then to go i don't know that it helps unless you think it helps somewhere they're favored on the road at since i know backup quarterbacks uh you know i mean not backup for pittsburgh but kenny pickett's a, a young quarterback brownie's playing no burrow and the line has Pittsburgh minus a point on the road. Still surprising yeah. to me. Um, it's all about the defense, Joe. We're going to go on there oh. again. I mean, how low can the total go? This almost resembles an Iowa total. It's 34, 34 and a half. Who scores 
who scored first one to 20 wins, if anybody gets yep. 20. It might be like yep. the Cleveland game, 13 to 10, 14 to 10, a couple field goals, 17, 14, something like that. All the scenarios you play out in your head to try to get to 34, I find a lot more scores that are going to keep it under than over. Pittsburgh's still alive to go over their season win total. Pittsburgh's alive to make the playoffs. If the season ended today, they'd be going to Kansas City. Baltimore would be the yep. one seed. Kansas City would be hosting the Steelers. And they haven't scored a point on offense in, in three consecutive games, Joe. Week seven. Never thought. Thanks to yep. our guy Ralph put that out there. I was like, what? They haven't scored yep. since week seven in the second half? Something's broken with that offense. Something's broken with a lot of offenses all over the league. First time firing a guy in midseason in like 81 years or something like that. Some some ridiculous stat. Drastic times call for drastic measures. Pittsburgh made a decision. We'll see if it can be fixed this quickly. I think the fix is already in the backfield. Give Warren yeah. the ball a lot mm-hmm. and then spell him with Najee. Hard running in between the tackles. They're live to win the game. Obviously, they're favored, but it ain't going to be because of an offensive explosion. It's going to be because nope. Browning makes a mistake or two, throws a pick, bet him to throw a pick. Yes, and, you know, the Steelers are on to Cincinnati. It's kind of hard to believe here because it's uh, Cincinnati now. Everyone's stuck. What a difference a couple of weeks makes, right? Because now Cincinnati oh. – uh, is now at the bottom of that division. Uh, Baltimore is in a driver's seat, but you don't, you know, Cleveland is uh, is not going anywhere anytime soon, even though they have a, uh, a rookie quarterback here now who did exactly what he needed to do. And you've got the Steelers who are firing their offensive coordinator in week 11 of the season here. So now... Nah, it's it's so interesting how a lot of these teams are are going about the business. We've been calling for that to happen. The fans have been calling for Matt Canada to go in a long time. Don't know what took them so long to figure out that it's just not working in the NFL here this week. Uh, but do you like any of these games coming up on uh, Thursday? It feels very chalky to me, man. It it feels very chalky. I got the Dallas stuff on because how does Dallas lose to Washington? Washington just lost to the Giants. The number's 10.5, 11 in places and going up. This will be the key leg to the teaser. I mean, I don't know what you have to have on Thanksgiving, whether it's the green bean casserole or the sweet potato mix thing or some Mm -hmm. sort of stuffing with gravy. But I think everybody's going to have one of these money line parlays like Detroit, Dallas, San Francisco, tease them down, put them in the money line yep. parlay, put it with the Egg Bowl, another one, 10-point spread, Old yep. Miss over Mississippi State, and then they'll roll it into the Dolphins the next day. Chalk, 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 chalk. A five-game money line parlay. I think Peralt worked it out today. Comes to like Oof. plus 160. Five oh. games. All they got to do is win. Oh. I don't know which dog wins, Joe. Seattle? Well, I I know which dog is going to cause Ajita for a lot of their backers, and that is that team you're wearing right now here. They're going to make them sweat here. Dave Sharapin, in-game live, coming up top of the hour. We'll see you then, brother. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. 
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, welcome back in as uh, we close out this edition of Game Time Decisions. Much more still coming up here. Uh, In-game live, in fact, we'll get you uh, ready to go here for the night as we've got uh, three NBA games already underway. Still got a couple of more getting ready late night with the Trailblazers and the Suns, as well as the Lakers hosting the Utah Jazz. Currently right now, Shocker, I told you that the Orlando Magic sporting an 11-1 and first half record against the number. They're up 60-43 to against Toronto two minutes ago in the first half. You also have the Cavs and the 76ers uh, knotted up. Looks like 23 apiece with two minutes ago in the first. And in a historic betting uh total here tonight with the pacers and the hawks closing at around 253 total points they are knotted up with 27 apiece here with three minutes to go in the first quarter so i would imagine we're probably looking at 75 to 80 points a quarter somewhere in that ballpark uh in this at least in two of the four quarters here for us to get up and over uh which means we are looking at little to zero defense here uh coming tonight in a game that is lined over 250 points so uh pacers hawks don't keep an eye on there and then get ready of course a couple of minutes top of the hour we're gonna get ready for tennessee Yes, Tennessee taking on Purdue here in the Maui Invitational. Number two taking on number seven as far as college hoops go. So a lot tonight to be invested in and to watch. They'll have it covered for you coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll be back again tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time for another edition of Game Time Decisions as we get ready for some NFL Thanksgiving football. Should be an awful lot of fun. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. We'll see you again tomorrow here. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.